Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. The latest from Bill Belichick on his quarterback chaos. Who is the starting quarterback? Yeah, we just finished the game. Did these guys know at the beginning of the week that this was the plan? We went through the week. Was Mac Jones aware that he would only play part of the game? Yes. We also call that ball night. And ball this night. play where John Moran says he baited Ben Simmons. Look at him. He looks away on purpose. But really, he's baiting the ref to make the call. And he also walks. He kind of shuffles his pivot feet here as well. We'll talk about it all. Let's go. Here we go. Ball night. I didn't hear y'all. Wasn't the last two minutes. Could last night be the Justin Fields breakthrough? Hold on to your seat, Sarah Spain. We're going to talk about the Bears' offense putting up points against Belichick in a second. What's happening with quarterback for these New England (laughs) Patriots? I turn to you now, Bob Ryan. Legit wonder. Does Belichick know exactly how he wants to play this? Is it Jones' team? Is it Zappi's team? Is it nobody's team? Is it everybody's team? He said he wanted to play both and alternate. He said he told the quarterbacks this. Other players seem to not know that. Jones struggled. Zappi came in, the two big plays, all the love, but then he struggled. Jones never came back in. So it's a QB controversy, or maybe not. Nobody knows, Bob. So take it away. Is this a controversy or is this chaos? This is the circumstance Bill Belichick was fortunate enough to avoid 21 years ago. Imagine that. When you know what happened. And the reason it worked out then is that Brady played so well, it wasn't a big issue in the end. And remember that Bledsoe was a much more accomplished player at the time than Mac Jones was when this thing happened. Now, all that said, I think that this is uh, the most vulnerable to criticism that Belichick has made himself in a long time. Uh, I think within the locker room, there's confusion. It's pretty evident to me and to others that there's confusion in the locker room that uh, this time he messed up the circumstance. I don't know who he should be playing. I, 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 I do know, we do know this. The players like Mac Jones. They elected him captain. They respect him. I think they're going to back him. Nothing against Zapp, Zappy, but, uh, but I think that Belichick for once has put his foot in, uh, you know, the doo-doo and is in trouble. Frank Isola. In, in, internally, internally. Yeah, I'm not really buying this whole idea that the other players didn't know. It's not their job to know. You just do your job. Let the coach decide mm. who's going to play. And the issue mm. is that he doesn't know which player is good enough right now. Clearly, they both look alike in uniform and off the field. They both kind of play a lot alike. They're not that good, and that's the biggest issue. Bob is mentioning Tom Brady. That's like a million years ago where they had a great quarterback. Right now, they're doing what a lot of teams in the NFL do. You're searching for a franchise quarterback, and clearly right at this moment – Mac Jones isn't that guy. Maybe injuries. So you don't believe Belichick owes an explanation or, you know. To whom? Mm-hmm. To whom? To, to the players on the team? Exactly. He's the coach of the team. Go out and do your job. He'll do his. Sarah Spade. Mm. 
I, I heard that coming, Frank. Do your job. And while I understand that that's <laughs> usually the message he's giving, it is more complicated for them to do their job when the communication is like this. And this is something that is very un and We cannot spin this as the act of a mad genius because here we are talking about this and here the players were last night in the locker room going up to Mac Jones after the game and saying that they were sorry that, his, that he had been done wrong like that, that they didn't know that there was going to be a back and forth. There was language during the game where Belichick tells the, the media, well, they're both going to be playing in the second half. That doesn't happen. This confusion is not intentional, and it's very rare to see Bill look like he doesn't know what he's doing. The result is that today you've heard people say definitively, well, clearly Zappi should be in, and he made the wrong choice in starting Mac Jones. You've heard people say definitively they're going to go to Mac Jones. He's a better quarterback. The reason we're all talking about it is because Bill did not make a decision, and that wavering mid-game and after has us all. It's chaotic controversy. It's controversial chaos. Bob Ryan wants back in, but first, Clinton Yates. There's a reason why Belichick says no days off all the time because it applies to everybody, even if you happen to be a backup and you don't know you're going to start. I think the confusion here, though, however, is earnest in general. You said it, Frank. They don't know which player they actually want to go with. So for a guy that's old school like Belichick, hearkening back to the Parcells age, no, I don't think he owes his players anything. And I think the players realize that, which is why they're talking about it. This is not the kind of method that a lot of coaches use these days. And a guy that simply says, as Aikman said, if you have two quarterbacks, you have one. And what he meant to say is none. They got on right now and Belichick doesn't know and I think that's pretty clear from everybody. And Bob, do you feel that's true? Two quarterbacks means none? Is there a path to victory and a path out of this for Bill Belichick? Well, I think it's evident that neither one is ever going to be a great player, but I think both could be adequate players. And, and uh, uh, it's, it's always, this is a situation that it seems to be, it happened to everybody else and not to the great Bill Belichick. Well, now it's his responsibility to figure this out. I think there's other teams that struggle to figure out who their starter should be. I think the difference here is that now you've pitted half of the fans against Mac Jones so that he's barely done anything in that game, and they're already chanting Zappi's name. Then you bring Zappi in, and he struggles. The other half are booing him, and the locker room's probably just a split. That's why this is such a problem. Yep, and the rest of the NFL fan bases are like, ah, so sorry it didn't work out for the Patriots this time with their quarterback, the Bears. All right, Sarah Spain, now you can, you can get excited. Out of nowhere, actual offense last night. 33 points on a Belichick defense, and Justin Fields thrown for 179, rushing for 82. How real and significant and spectacular was last night? Oh my gosh, it was so fun. The Bears in prime time playing well, giving us good things to talk about, beating Belichick as he tries to pass Papa Bear Hallis. Not on our watch, Bill. Mm-hmm. Sorry about that. But also, all phases of the game. They didn't steal this game. They didn't eke their way past them. They dominated this game. They made good play calls. They had that incredible play on the blitz that was the exact right reaction. Justin Fields managed to get that window to make the pass. They were good on the ground. They were decent in the air, which is something we haven't seen. This is a a, a signature win for Eberflus, who's a first-time head coach. Eberflus has never done this before. He walks into Foxborough and he takes out Belichick. It doesn't mean the Bears are going to win anything this year. They're not. Not going to contend. Mm-hmm. It's a bad roster. They have no money, and Ryan Poles was left with very little to work with. But this is something you can work with. You look at the guys who played well and the ones you plan on having going forward, and this is something you can actually Yates, do you on. think and Justin it was just Fields? Fun. It was so fun. Was, I'm, I'm happy. Are we happy that Sarah had fun? I think we're happy Sarah had fun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Do you believe Justin Fields got over a hump, Clinton? 
I do, and I think the Bears organization overall got over a hump. My main issue with these people was that there would never seem to be a plan for the talent that they had. In this particular game, as a result of having 10 days off, didn't come out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. They okay. were prepped. It actually showed. And now listen, I know that they – Sarah says they dominated. I think that this was a little different than that. Fields still led the team in rushing yards, but they had something that they executed and it worked. That alone is a huge boon for what Chicago is doing from a future standpoint. I thought they did really well, and it's probably flatly the most impressive performance I've seen from Fields in the NFL. Right, guys, solo. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, Sarah's talking about players apologizing to Jones. Did the defensive players go to Bill Belichick and apologize for the way that they played? Because the game changed when the Patriots <laughs> took the lead. And if you want to see what Justin Fields did, marching them down the field before the end of the first half, and that began a stretch of five straight possessions where they scored. So for Justin Fields, that's a great moment. That's on the road, bad weather against, you know, usually a team that's pretty good on the defensive side of the ball. For him and the Bears, that's a great one. Uh, Brian. The, uh, if you just dropped in for Mars and had never seen a football game, you'd think that quarterback was pretty good. You would mm-hmm. wonder, you'd wonder what all mm-hmm. the criticism about him had been. Now, they, they offer, the total offense numbers aren't that dazzling, really, if you look about it. But what they did do was get significant chunk plays that really hurt the Patriots. Mm-hmm. And some of that was due to his legs. Some of it wasn't. But I wouldn't get carried away uh, with that one. I, would, I need to see that two or three more times before I would declare mm-hmm. the Bears. So you hear that, Sarah? Mm-hmm. Have yeah, fun. For the be happy, but don't be too happy. <laughs> don't have too much fun. We'll move on. Grizzlies 134, Nets 124. John Morant's oop. Hmm. And Memphis's third quarter, a uh, thing of beauty. Morant and Bain combining for 76. Durant, Irving, 74. But let's talk about Ben Simmons. 7, 8, and 3, his second foul out in three games. Called several of the fouls. Called on him bull bleep. And here's the last foul call. Moran says he baited Simmons into fouling out. Did he bait Simmons or did he bait referee JT Orr? Here's the play. Morant looks away to get Simmons to come to him. And then he moves his pivot foot. And actually, it could have been called for a walk, but baits the foul call. Clinton, start with that play. Is that a foul? It's not a foul, and if you're really getting microscopic with it, it's probably also a walk, but that all sort of changes. But I do think that what Josh said about why this happened was pretty interesting. He said it was dating back to a play in his rookie year in which the same thing sort of happened, but Simmons took the ball. But that wasn't the most important part about that to me. The most important part about this is that his teammates also knew he was going to do this, which is an indication to me that the Grizzlies are as locked in as ever, and Ben Simmons is still kind of all over the place in terms of his focus when he's getting back to the NBA. Fouling out of two NBA games out of three when you're taking that long to get off, that means that you're just not ready. And I understand that it's going to take a while considering everything that he's been to, but that wasn't just job being tricky. That's the Grizzlies who know their team well, and they did an excellent Bob Ryan, specifically on that foul and that foul out for Ben Simmons. Wait a minute. He just broke the words per minute record for this program. <laughs> wow, that was tremendous. <laughs> you are the previous uh, record holder. You would, you would know that. All right, I'll, 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 I'll reward him for that. Go ahead. I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to digest that. Now, uh, the fact is, it was a stupid call, a ridiculous call, an idiotic call, a ticky-tack, nonsensical call. However, that said, Ben Simmons is a real issue for the Nets. He is not back. Physically, he's not back. Psychologically, he may. And I if I were them, I would worry whether he will ever be back in either case. Particularly so you're at that part. point already. You, you have worry whether this is rust or whether he can actually get back. Yes, I do. And, of course, he's got the oddest game of, of any player of consequence in the history of this league. He's the most lopsided player with two great strengths and, and significant weaknesses that we've ever, ever seen. And, and he's never worked hard enough to overcome his weaknesses. And if, I, that's why I never would want the guy on my team. 
How's that? Frank Isola, 17 points, 14 fouls in three games. It's early, but it's not yeah. pretty. How much is rust? How much do yeah. you wonder about? I, I think it's absolutely both. You know, on opening night, he picked up his fourth foul six seconds into the second half, fouling Jonas Valanciunas, the center of New Orleans, 43 <laughs> from the basket. So what, I don't know. Some of these fouls make no sense. I agree with Steve Nash. I agree with what Bob and Clinton said. To me, that's a soft foul right there. I actually think because the ball took so long to roll over the court, I wonder if Ben Simmons thought for a moment why well, he's already picked up his dribble. Let me try to corner him right now. Instead, John Morant, being smart, puts the ball down, dribbles past him, and ends up getting the sixth foul. Tough call, but Ben Simmons has to be aggressive. Instead of going after the referees after the game, be aggressive on the Do offensive the end Nets with the ball. Do the Nets have a plan Attack the basket. to get Simmons back, Frank Isola? Or just roll him out there and hope he doesn't foul out. You know, and, well, and Kyrie Irving said fouling out, fouling out is not an option. He said that opening night. And Kevin Durant said, I'm not here to babysit anybody. It's up to Ben Simmons. He has the ability. He's done it before. He needs to snap out of this. Really quickly, though, he stopped playing basketball June of 2021. Think about how much basketball Kevin Durant and Giannis have played. They both played for their national teams. They played in the NBA. Ben Simmons hasn't played enough. You don't get better by not playing. It's not how it works out. Sarah Spain. Yeah, that's why he's out there, and it's going to be ugly for a while. I think you you said it's 17 points, 14 fouls. I think their jaws being smart. He said, I've seen this play before. He's going to go, try to go for the steal. It's a soft call. Unfortunately for Ben Simmons, he can't really afford to be complaining about calls at this point. Put your head down and work. Nobody's going to feel sorry for you because of everything that came before. Just get better, and I think it will. Isola 19, Spain 18, and then the words per minute. Record holders, Yates <laughs> and Ryan. Uh, maybe brevity is the uh, way to get the points in the game. There we go. Around the Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. What's up, kiddos? I'm Clinton Yates of Around the Horn. Whenever I go to cover games or attend events in Los Angeles, I'm always keeping my eye out for the best-dressed person in the room. I saw Diego Luna at the Andor Red Carpet launch event, Star Wars, folks, and he looked head of state fresh. Now you can also be that person, too, whether you're sitting courtside, attending a fancy dinner, or going to a wedding. With a fully custom suit from Indochino, you'll walk into wedding season looking like a million bucks for way, way less. They start at just $4.99. With Indochino, you can design the suit of your dreams and fine-tune every detail, including lapels, linings, monograms, pocket flaps, etc., a tailored fit from home. Set up your measurement profile on Indochino's website and choose customizations without even leaving the house. Look your best this wedding season at the table or on the dance floor when you wear Indochino. Go to Indochino.com today and use code HORN to get 10% off any purchase of $3.99 or more. That's I-N-D-O-C-H-I-N-O.com, promo code HORN. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guarantee Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. 
Welcome back to Around the Horn, coming to you from the seaport, brought to you by Chase. Buy or sell. And it's Adam Silver telling Malika Andrews on NBA Today, yesterday, that the league's changes they've adopted in recent years, like the play-in, have greatly reduced any team that would think about tanking. But this is the winter of woe for Wemanyama. There's wonder if teams might be tanking for him by Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving, Bob Ryan. Are you with Silver that the league has, has properly addressed this? In the abstract, I would say yes, it, it certainly appears that way. But this young man is the most hyped prospect since LeBron 20 years ago. And I wouldn't put it past teams to say, hey, maybe it's only 14% chance, but it's well worth it. And if not him, Scoot Henderson, and you, we could up this to 28% because if you finish second and get Scoot Henderson, you're not doing too badly either. So I think this is the wrong year to make a definitive pronouncement that they've solved the problem. Frank Isola. Meanwhile, Utah and San Antonio, two, thing, two teams that everyone thought would be tanking are both three and one. <laughs> but, but Bob is right, though. When you have a generational talent there, people are going to tank for him. So you'll see Come February, March, and April, there'll be a lot of laying down to try to get that pick, despite what Adam Silver said. Sarah Spain? Yeah, I think what he said um, on today, yesterday, is actually right, because people are always going to be frustrated by teams not being as good as they possibly could be, but there is always going to be a benefit to setting yourself up for future success. Relegation does not make sense in the NBA as constructed with the G League as the only league below. So this is the best you can get. And it's not super beneficial for teams to be absolutely terrible and add one good player. They need to still have stuff to work around. So I think this is probably the best you're going to do. And Clinton Yates here in the town with the team that might tank. <coughs> Los Angeles, Clinton, uh, on the idea they've solved this. I think Silver is being completely delusional. The draft setup between the size of the league and the number of teams is the reason why it's beneficial to do that for a long period of time. But as far as I'm concerned, let's get a bottom four play-in tournament. Let those bottom four teams play it out. Then you get the number one pick, and we'll see who actually There you go. Solution-oriented. That I can get behind. You know I'm the biggest proponent of, yes. of relegation as well. I know it doesn't make sense to the owners or the leagues. Of course it wouldn't. But it absolutely makes sense to a viewer at home. To, to replicate right. what the, the Premiership does. God, that would be so exciting. Fire sale, too. The report from Mark Fison, MLB.com. The Dodgers could become serious players in the Aaron Judge sweepstakes. And if they do, they'd move Mookie Betts to second base. Now, Clinton, this might require letting Trey Turner walk. So after the dominance and failure this year was for L.A., buy or sell Judge to the Dodgers, Betts to second base, Turner gone. I'll buy a couple parts of this. Both Turners could be gone potentially from the Dodgers. Kimball's going to be gone as well, and Joey Gallo's going to be gone as well, likely, which frees up a lot of money. But I'm also buying Marcus Lynn Betts getting back on the dirt where he started playing baseball and where he still takes balls on the infield before every single game. Whatever it takes to get Mookie back to second base is what I want. Man, that would be awesome. <laughs> okay, but Mookie Betts to second base isn't the headline. The headline would be going after Aaron Judge. Could you see Judge yes, going to Los because Angeles? because they need him. They've got to change something up out there. There's a lot of unrest about what's happening with this roster, what's happening with the front office in terms of the decisions made in the bullpen. It's the kind of change that they would make and people would be right, happy. Solo, what do you got? How many games did they win this year? They, they need Aaron Judge. Mm -hmm. I spoke to someone close to Aaron Judge who's convinced he's leaving. I still want to see what happens mm. when the Yankees pony up the money. But it, he could end up in the Bay Area. He's from, that, he's from there. And obviously the Dodgers, maybe even the Angels. It sounds like he could be on the move. But again, the Yankees are going to let the home run king leave? Be surprised. 
But just so we're clear here, you're reporting. You spoke to someone close to Aaron Judge, and you think. And he's convinced. This person's convinced that he's leaving. I'm not buying it, though. Sarah Spain. I would be surprised if Judge left. I think the Yankees are going to throw everything at him because they know that the way this season ended was awful and they can't also lose him. But who would be surprised if the Dodgers went out and got yet another superstar MVP player? That's what they do. And that's a team that has a fan base that's expecting a lot more than how they finished as well. Um, I would love to see Mookie Betts get moved and play where he wants to play. I think it would be a really cool thing. But I also would like for maybe any other team in the league to get one of these top <laughs> And Bob Ryan. As far as Mookie Betts is concerned, he would solve your second base problem, your point guard problem, or your cornerback problem, okay? He's that good an athlete. Uh, by the way, Jimmy Shapiro odds have the Giants number one, by the way, speaking of West Coast bidders for Aaron Judge. I can totally see him going to L.A., though. I mean, L.A. wanting him to go at all. That would make perfect sense to me. And so I'm not dismissing You forgot about bowling with Mookie Betts, too. You know, I don't know, I don't know what. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, right. Yeah. Well, Duckpin or regular? I saw that did some reporting there. Someone regular closed, uh, Aaron Tennessee Judge. Bowler of the Year in high school. Someone close might mean somebody who's six foot well, six or six foot eight, right? They would be close to him as well. Sarah <laughs> Spade, Bob Ryan, front row seats for our Yates Isola showdown next. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. The Horn is presented by the refreshing taste of Twisted Tea Hard Iced Tea. Please drink responsibly. Part of Happy Hour. Clinton Yates, Frank Isola, good luck in Showdown. Showdown 1 is a follow-up to a story we did yesterday. The NFL review into the exchange between the referees and Mike Evans in the tunnel yesterday, concluding there was no autograph request. NFL did not release why they've come to that conclusion. Mike Evans, though... Did talk to Greg Allman of The Athletic. I wasn't signing my autograph. I talked to a lot of officials. We're all human beings. We were just talking about, you know, golf. And there's a report that the official also at Texas A&M Aggie was setting up Evans with a golf pro. Clinton, does that make it better or worse? Does it settle the matter? It settles the matter for me. Just because Isola asked you for your signature every single time he gets into the studio doesn't mean I think that this is a big deal overall. They're grown men. It's not an issue. I don't even know why there's a rule Frank against Isola. this. Like, I'm, I'm surprised Mike Evans didn't drop the pen the way he dropped Tom Brady's pass early in the game. You know what? Referees oh, do ask for stuff from players, cold. but I think in this case, come on, that's off the field. It looked like he was giving a number. Right. Getting his digits. Yeah. Innocent. I- 
The appearance of impropriety is everything. It's a league that has a player suspended for gambling, not on his team, to lose. For the, the appearance of impropriety is just enough. We're going to move charity. on. The refs aren't even full time. Sidelines last night. Cameras caught Bailey Zappi singing the oldie, Stacey's Mom. The band that sang the song found a way and responded to it. Frank singing along on the sidelines. Fair foul. I love it. You know, it's a sing-along song. The guy that wrote the song went to Montclair High School, as did Emily Kaplan and my daughter. They both claim they know the Stacey that the song is about. You tell It's me. not quite Drew Locke rapping Young Jeezy all over the place, but Fountains of Wayne, what's your problem with this? You're back in the news cycle. You're getting the spins on the streaming networks. Why would you wait, have a problem with wait, this? I do not understand. Frank. Do you know Stacy's mom? Do you know Stacy? This is no, that what you're telling my us? My daughter claims that she knows her, but then I would know her. But Emily Kaplan claims it's somebody else. So I think it's every Stacy walking on Montclair. <laughs> FaceTime ice. Uh, if you think it's bad that the Yankees got swept by the Astros and that Aaron Judge might leave, it actually gets worse. You know what the Yankees did before Game Four? Their mental conditioning coach sent out a video of the Red Sox winning after being down 3-0. What is that, a George Costanza idea? Terrible idea. Tone deaf by the Yankees. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> we'll see you tomorrow. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today.